Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 57, and believe it or not, despite the headlines, the sky is not falling. Well, in, in, unless one is looking within the confines of your residence and seeing what's going on with those kids of yours. I know, I know. My yeah. God. No, it's not even sky is falling. No, that's the, this is just what happens. My kids just randomly get sick. This was the most bizarre one. Mason had a fever, my oldest, and I had all these things planned for Friday, including doing the podcast. And then I get a text from my wife saying, Mason's not eating breakfast. He's just laying in bed. He's got a fever. I can't send him to daycare. You have to come home. So I said, sure. <laughs> and Mark very graciously was okay and not surprised at all. Not surprised at all when I said, hey, we need to bump uh, the podcast recording uh, to Monday. So. And, and the reason we were running late last week was because we wanted to record after Jerome Powell yeah. uh, had made his announcement. In reg- and I'm glad that we did. I was going to bring this up. Yes, exactly. Be, <laughs> there were some things that happened that are very, and we won't get into that now, but my God, the uh, mortgage rate um, and mortgage companies, they acted in a manner contrary to what it is that Jerome Powell uh, uttered. And this quickly. Yeah. Qu- quickly, yeah. yeah. So let's, let, 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 let's, let's get a market update. Let's- okay. Let's jump in. Uh, Last time we recorded, there were 568 active listings in Monroe County. Um, Again, take this with a bit of a grain of salt. We're recording this on a Monday. Typically, more properties would be uh, listed on a Wednesday when Mm -hmm. we normally record. Mm -hmm. So we're down 544 um, from 568, but not a tremendous drop. And then for the six-county region, we were able to tout we had 1,000 last time we recorded uh, down to 920. Wow. Now uh, this time around. It's been interesting to see the six-county region numbers. I, I feel like it's more of a fluctuation there than it is Monroe County in general, right? Usually Monroe County is kind of in the same spot, but we've seen bigger fluctuations. And it's obviously right, right. Yep. more counties, but um, Monroe County is more than half of that. So it's interesting to see. Yeah, and I, I have no idea why that is. I have no clue. But I am not surprised, even if we were recording... Well, we're going to be recording again another two, three days. Jeez, we're going to have to figure out something to talk about. Okay, we're going to have to save a few things. Yeah, between now and but but I would imagine that if we were if we record or when we record Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday this week, we're not going to see that large a jump. Mm-hmm. I, I, I August is always a slower month. Everybody thinks about and realizes that in thirty days. Snow is going to be flying. People are desperate to enjoy the last of, of summer. Uh, they're lying poolside. They're enjoying cocktails. All of that. Um, and so August is usually a slower month. I think this year it's exacerbated as a result of the economic climate that we find ourselves in. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. So, um, and, and the projection is that come September, things are going to kind of kick back in a little bit. No, that's my projection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are you reading that elsewhere? or That's what we have, have seen around a, a oh, okay, little well, bit based on some of the things that we have. Uh... I just pull this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, others agree with me? What? <laughs> so, wait, I'm, I'm glad to know that because yeah. seriously, I mean, I, I sometimes just go on intuition or gut sure. that August is going to be slower and mm-hmm. then we're going to have a really fine September and October. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's not just me. Well, I think part of um, part of the reason that September will kick back up is people will finally get wind that, again, as we led with, the sky is not falling. Right. Um, because we were expecting, a lot of people were expecting with 
the with last week's meeting for the Federal Reserve, raising interest rates maybe a full percentage point again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we're sitting at six and a half. And then we're expecting another uh, jump in September. And we could be seeing seven or seven and a half before things are done by the end of the year. And that does not appear to be what's transpiring here. So, so we're going to dive in? Let's dive, let's dive into it. This is the biggest chunk uh, that we're going to cover today because this is the most important. And, and, and yeah, perhaps it's just because I'm so wonky. I'm fascinated by what's going on. It is fascinating. Do, do, do you want to give an overview or should I give an overview? I can give a, a brief. I want okay. you, because I know you did a, a deep dive into some of the, okay. the, the, the research of, of why and, and how this transpired. But uh, last Friday, the Federal Reserve did raise interest rates by uh, 75 percentage points. So not the full percentage point, which we were expecting. Uh, this is three quarters of that percentage point. And that's the same as last month. Now, the good news here is that they didn't go full because that would have led to an indication that they're really, really worried. Yep. And they want to slam the brakes on everything. Right. And that's not what they're doing. Um, also, last, uh, last time we recorded, we were, we were hearing that they weren't planning necessarily on doing an interest rate hike in September. Maybe, or if it is, maybe it'll be even less. Okay. Um, so it doesn't appear to be the doomsday scenario uh, that some were fearing. Right. Um, but... What happened when they raised that three-quarters of a percentage point was actually interest rates went down. And then, do you want me to dive in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the reason they went down, so so interest rates, the short-term interest rates went up last Wednesday. Everybody assumed that interest rates were going to rise to 6.5%, perhaps even 7 What ended up happening on Thursday, the gross domestic, and I'm getting really wonky here, and I'll do this very, very quickly. That was okay. Uh, because I, I don't want to get people uh, bored, uh, but uh, but it turns out that gross domestic part, uh, product uh, fell 0.9% in the second quarter mm-hmm. of the year, which um, is a widely accepted signal that we are indeed heading toward recession. Sure. Now, w- we're getting mixed signals because this coming Friday— um, up until now, the past six months, unemployment numbers have been great. The employment numbers have been fantastic. And so the, the unemployment numbers are, indicate that we're not going into recession. Um, and we'll find out a little bit more when uh, the unemployment numbers are released on Friday. However, this past Thursday, uh, GDP drops 0.9%, a clear indication that we're heading toward recession, at least uh, as, uh, as, uh, as that metric is telling us. Um, and then everybody flocks to, investors flock to the relative safety of the 10-year bond. Well, mortgage rates, they actually move in conjunction with the yield of the 10-year bond. And when the yield drops, boom, then then uh, the 10-year, uh, 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 then the mortgage rates also drop. So, so the mortgage rates actually fell to 5.13%. Yes. Which is less than it was in June when we were up over six for a minute. Right. So so, so if you're still with us, because I know that did get kind of wonky. Let, 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 no, let, no, let no, me, yeah. here, here, I think, is really the upshot of all this, yep. which is really interesting. So interest rates are really now 5.1%, which, again, historically is not a bad rate. No. Yeah. And it's, yes, it's, it's higher than we were experiencing back in January or February, but it's still not a bad rate. The rates have come down a full point over the course of the past 30 days. Concomitantly, what's going on is that we are not seeing as many buyers flooding the market. So buyers, if you are interested in, in, if you've been on the sidelines, if you've been sort of standing back waiting for the dust to clear, this might be a good time to enter the market. Huge opportunity. Because, yes, yeah. exactly, because interest rates have dropped a full point over the course of the past 30 days, and you're not having to contend with 
uh, an army of prospective uh, competitors. So, yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that the average buyer is right. in the weeds on this one as much as they need to be. I don't think the average agent realizes yeah. what's going yeah. on. I, yeah. Honestly, right? Uh, be, 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 I, I mean, I'm, I'm calling all my buyers. I'm screaming from the mountaintops. Yes, we're at a very reasonable point right now. And will they go up later on? Maybe, but also maybe not. But act while you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is one of the reasons that I sent. I wrote a blog post over the weekend. I made sure that I disseminated it to uh, to the agents on the team, saying this is an opportunity. I mean, jump in. And I, I think that uh, the other agents on the team are doing the exact same thing. But let's face it, a lot of agents over the course of the past 30 days, we're hearing repeatedly over and over again that agents are taking it easy. Uh, in, in fact, Majua, our mortgage worker, was talking about this at dinner the other day. Uh, agents are taking it easy. They're just going to wait this out. They're going to see what happens. They're going to uh, you know, buy themselves you know, a case of Haagen-Dazs. Um, you know, watch reruns of Hogan's Hero or something. I don't know. You, you don't even know what that is, do you? Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> you wanted um, the alliteration, the Hagen Dots and Hogan's Heroes. I know oh, what you're... Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, oh, no. I didn't... Yeah, there, there we go, alliteration. Um, but, so most agents probably aren't paying attention to this stuff in the way that we are. Um, and so, again, if you're a buyer, you might want to reconsider... Uh, uh, entering the market right about now. You have never had a better time in the past two years than now when it comes to a c competition aspect. I mean, right. I read an article how it's at the lowest level in over two years. Yeah, I would um, agree. Nationwide, and again, we look at numbers nationwide versus here locally, but you know, take it for what it's worth. Nationwide, 49.9% per, uh, of home offers written by uh, Redfin agents face competition on a seasonally adjusted basis. This was in June, right? That's the lowest share since May of 2020, mm. and the first time bidding war rates have been below 50% since wow. that same month. Wow. So th this is a huge opportunity, and not only is it an opportunity for you as a buyer to be competitive and get the house that you've finally been going after. For some people, it's been a couple of years. Right. But also, there's more opportunity getting inspections in. Mm -hmm. And get seeing more of those. If, yep. you, if you know you're the only offer coming in, throw that inspection in. Yeah. There's a this is it's it's a little off topic, but there is a corollary here. So many buyers end up leaving the market the 10th of July, the 15th of July, because, okay, I wanted to get my kids into a particular school district on September 1st. I didn't uh, find a house. I'm not going to be moving in by September 1st. I've lost the battle. Well, for those who aren't aware, all you need is a consummated purchase offer. You take the consummated purchase offer. Oh, that's a good that info, you yeah. Purchase, you walk that down to the school district in which you've uh, purchased. You've got you've got a, you've got a valid contract. It just hasn't closed. You can get your kids into that school district. It's just a matter of driving them daily sure. uh, from wherever you, it is you live to that particular school until you transfer title and close on the new house. That's great. So, so something yeah, something for people to be aware of in case you're not. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that it, the interest rates dropped. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's that 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 is significant. Um, you know, let, let's you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollar property. Uh, one percent. That's twenty five hundred dollars per year in savings. Um, that's a little over two hundred dollars per month in savings in, in monthly mortgage payments. Yeah, it's huge. That's that is huge. That's 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 really huge. Let's turn to the seller side of things okay. here, and, and the advice for someone who's been thinking about selling. As far as we know, there's opportunity now for buyers. We just covered mm -hmm. that. What's your perspective from the the seller side? There's of no product out there. Yeah, I pro there is no product. Buyers are still now, as, as we've been saying over the course of the past, I think it's now six weeks, maybe seven weeks. We've been saying this: um, the number of properties that are selling one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars over asking has diminished. Property selling one hundred thousand dollars diminished. Properties are still selling over asking. 
Um, not as frequently. Um, it's not an absolute guarantee. <clears throat> and you're probably not going to be selling $75,000 over asking. Sure. But you're still going to do very, very well. You've you've enjoyed a 31% increase in the value of the property over the course of the past two years. That's baked in. That's locked in, I should say. Um, and today, you might even be able to sell you know, $25,000, $30,000 over asking. Great. Do it. Do it. When it comes there's, to... There's real, there's real, I mean, I yeah. realize everybody's running around saying this. Well, actually, I think you've got a headline, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, housing market collapse deepening fast. New home sales crater again as experts worry. Downturn could spark recession. I, I, I'm just curious. What, what publication is that from? Oh, this little uh, publication known as Forbes. <laughs> You may have heard of them. <laughs> did I send you that article? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't agree. I don't agree. I mean, there are, well, especially there are here. superlatives yeah. in that. I mean, like, my God, how many exclamation points? I mean, it was uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot. There's, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's um, bold. It's italicized. Yeah. L- l- listen, what, I think we've got a history. We've got a nice history both as a team um, but also on this podcast. If it sucks... It sucks, and we're going to tell you it sucks. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, if, if it's good, we're going to tell you. Right now, I don't think that the market that uh, th- that we are currently experiencing, I don't think it's a bad market necessarily for sellers. It's a and little more balanced than it was. It, it, it is certainly more balanced. Um, but you know, it, let's face it, sellers were enjoying you know all all the uh, all the benefits of the feast. Um, the buyers weren't, yeah. um, and now everybody's invited to the table. It's kind of like a seesaw. When I play oh. with the seesaw with my son, mm-hmm. um, I'm 210 pounds. He's 40. I was the seller. He was the buyer. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> right? It's one direction, and now things have evened out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to list price, though, I, I think expectation is something that we're always very, very upfront with because mm-hmm. setting expectations is everything. Right. Um, when it comes to, obviously, not expecting to get a million offers. And list price as well, having that a little bit closer to what you actually want to sell for, right. I think is also really important because the, the days of listing very low with the expectation of getting multiple buyers mm-hmm. to come through and, and bid that up, I, I think, you know, property dependent, there's still going to be some that that is the strategy. But for many others, I think moving closer to what a, a seller actually wants yes. as the asking price yes. is uh, with what's going on here with a bit of a rebalancing is, is the strategy. And this goes back to something that we've been talking about the past few weeks also. Uh, now that the market is becoming um, you know, more challenging for agents to navigate, uh, you know, going back to the, uh, the, the Warren Buffett quote about, you know, when the tide goes out, you know, you get to witness, you get to see who it is that's been swimming naked. And, you know, so a lot of agents out there just don't have the skill set to uh, accurately uh, determine a list price. Um, and negotiate. So, yeah, interesting. That too. Negotiations coming back into play. Negotiations. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not just twist your arm and uh, give me everything you have. Yeah. Um, do you want to jump into some celebrity real estate yeah. here? Absolutely. I always love this. Okay. We have some interesting ones this week. Um, we will start with a, a former property of one Kenny G. Where in your musical taste does Kenny oh, G yeah, fall? Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, way up there. <laughs> uh, elevator music. I oh, mean, God, it's painful. It is just. I mean, it's just. It's just crap. Well, I will. So, say, sorry, I know I'm offending a lot of people. I'm so sorry. I uh, will. Uh, I will say this. Uh, you are offending a lot of people because at one point he was able to afford this property that's now been listed for eighty-five million dollars. Insane. In the Seattle area, it's the highest price in the history of that area. And, and I have not seen the photos. I can only imagine. It's just an enormous bowl of oatmeal. It is, it is 
probably <laughs> as interesting as also is all that crap that he's producing. It's actually, pretty incredible. Really? Yeah, it's a four point okay. three acre estate. It offers three hundred twenty seven feet of shoreline, mm. four structures, a pool, a tennis court, wow. and a dock with room for a seaplane and a hundred foot, one hundred fifty foot yacht. Wow! It's it's actually. Quite incredible. It's got a, a very European feel to the exterior to it. Wow. Um, the, the main structure is the two-story sandstone. It's uh, and glass is the main residence. Hmm. Um, I mean, the pool is incredible. Uh, but he hasn't lived there for a bit. So really, we, where, where does he also, live? Uh, Kenny G. I don't know. This is the one he used to own. So the oh, the sellers oh, okay. are Bruce McCaw and Jolene oh, McCaw. Oh, well, that's why it looks. <laughs> If Kenny G had owned it, it would be a bowl of oatmeal. Kenny G doesn't own this. This is former property. Uh, That's, now yeah. it's all coming together? Now, uh, now it makes sense. It's yes. so pretty incredible. Uh, so the current sellers um, are the, the macaws, and they um, they bought it from Kenny G back in 95. Okay, well, this makes more far more sense. All right, moving moving. On. There's probably a recording in studio in there, which would be really great. It's so. it's still still pretty impressive stuff. All okay. right, all right, moving all right. on. Uh, Mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would imagine if I were to guess, Kenny G is probably <laughs> living in the shade, uh, the Kenny G shade. I like Gary, Indiana, or something <laughs> somewhere what in the Midwest. What about Boise, Idaho? Because that's where our next property is. Okay, well, uh, I've I, actually heard very nice things. Uh, Idaho is. I mean. I'm not sure if I'd want to live there. Their politics are a little well, well, different than mine, from, but, but from, I hear it's beautiful. From what I hear is that Boise, Idaho is is the refuge of, the, of that. Oh, oh, is that right? It's, it's oh, very okay. similar to Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. There we go. All right, um, great. Yes. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. From from that aspect. Okay. And uh, actor Aaron Paul actually is from there. Oh. He is now selling. Uh, Aaron Paul, for those who don't. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yep. Quick, yep. your take on Breaking Bad. Oatmeal or did you love it? <laughs> One of the greatest One series of, greatest. of all time. Absolutely. Um, can I... I'm gonna go to limb here. Okay. Greatest ending to a series, um, and it and it was hot on the heels of a number of no 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 really don't think so no no for um, for for that many seasons for that drawn out um, six feet under best no I didn't I didn't watch that really best ending ever huh? a okay. television series okay anybody if if you agree with me on that please let me know uh, Claire is driving away she takes the cassette tape she pops it in it Sia's uh, a, a oh because it's Sia that's why yeah, that's yeah, why you yeah, loved it yeah, so much yeah oh that, that was just a was really that H- was, HBO show too Breathe Me was the name of the song I guess it was HBO okay uh, Sia had this beautiful beautiful song called uh, uh, Breathe Me um, just just incredible anyway we digress um it, great ending, though, you have to admit, for Breaking it was, Bad. It was pretty good, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, especially Hot Off the Heels, I was very nervous. There was a number of shows that I really liked that just fell flat on their face. Um, Dexter uh, oh, was yeah, was the yeah, worst. Yeah. Did you get into that no, at all? No, no. Um, do you have any idea what that show was about? Yeah, sure. yeah of course, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for everyone. There there has been a, they put out another uh, I guess sequel to it essentially mm-hmm. um, within the past year here, which actually is pretty good. But the ending of the original series. He becomes a lumberjack. The end. <laughs> the look on your face right now, yes, describes how he we all felt. He a lumberjack. Yeah, okay. yeah. Fakes his own death, becomes a lumberjack. It was awful. Wow, that, that's, that's, pre- that's pretty unusual. Uh, but, but back to Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, phenomenal show. Uh, and Aaron Paul from, uh, from Boise, Idaho, he, he said it, 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 re- it really hurts that he has to sell this since he's from here. Um, but he has his mid-century modern home on the market for $1.35 million, built in 1959. It's Frank Lloyd Wright-inspired, measures out oh. 2,100 square feet, two bedrooms, and it's uh, very minimalistic. I, I will say he is probably, the most disappointing thing about him mm. 
is the fact that his career stalled post Breaking Bad. Well, I, I yeah. think Aaron Paul was one of the finest, most talented um, and versatile actors, and I really thought he was going places. He's gone nowhere. It's really sad. What do you mean? You didn't think Speed Racer was a great yeah, film? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, I mean, really remarkable. I think he is kind of one of those people that becomes a victim of their own success because Mm -hmm. you see the character. Sure. You see Jesse, right? You don't really even see Aaron But think of Julia Garner. You know, in, in Ozark. I mean, you know, all of a sudden, you know, th- this past year, she's uh, she's in the film, in, in the series, I should say, uh, Inventing Anna. Yep. And she, uh, R- R- uh, Claire, or Ruth, R- Ruth, uh, Ruth Langsmore, immediately, within five, ten minutes of that show, you no longer uh, see Ruth Langmore. Yeah. All you see is is, uh, is Anna Devel- uh, D- uh, DeVay? Yeah. Yeah, Del- yeah, Delvey. Anna Delvey. Delvey, yes. Yeah. yes, yes anyway. Yes. Um, let's see here. How about an, another... Let, let's lift the room up with another Jeffrey Epstein property. Oh, God. I know. Another one. God. This time we're headed to Mexico. New, uh, New Mexico, rather. Uh, and he had a ranch there called Ranch uh, Zorro. Great. <laughs> I can see you're extremely excited. Uh, you're going to be shocked by this. Hmm. They've had difficulty selling it. Yeah, yeah. just like the two islands. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, were, they, they broke apart into two packages. Yeah. So this one was listed about a year ago for $27.5 million. Uh, that price made it the most expensive home in the state. A year later, no one bought it. They reduced the price by 22%. It's now down to $21.5 million. It's the third most expensive property in the state. Wow. Um, Epstein purchased it. It's 7,500 acres. It's about 40 miles east of Albuquerque. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, Back in the early 1990s, the main mansion Mm -hmm. is over 33,000 square feet. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah. More importantly, how's Gilan? Behind bars. Yeah. Thankfully. I hope she's enjoying her new residence. Uh, By the way, proceeds of the sale of this ranch will go towards the regular administration of the estate, including its payment of Claimants, creditors, and okay, taxes good, as good, necessary. Good, as it should. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if this one. Let, yeah. What do you think is going to take go off the market first? That or his islands? Um, I have no idea. No. I'm not even going to speculate. <sighs> okay. Let's, yeah. How about Conan O'Brien? What's your take on him? Conan, great. You like Conan? Yeah, yeah smart. Um, he has listed his beach house in California um, with, let's see, for $16.5 million. These guys make a lot, I mean, like, man, these numbers, these celebrities. I, I mean, know. Wow. For as bad as he got screwed out of The Tonight Show, yeah, right, seems yeah. to be doing okay for yeah, himself. Yeah. So this is a two-structure oceanfront getaway, totals uh, 2,100 square feet. It's got four bedroom, four bathroom, and sits on 0.41 acres. Um, it's a significant increase, by the way, that 16.5 for what he and his longtime wife bought it for, for 7.9. Um, just back in 2015, so it really hasn't been that long. That, that's right. And, and I'm sorry, you said it's 2,100 square feet mm-hmm. on less than on less than half an acre. Yep. And it's 16 million dollars. Yes, because it's right on still, the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, still, that's a lot of money. Man. Yeah. So it's uh, 50 feet of beach frontage. The property features a two-bedroom, one-bath main house, just over 900 square feet of living space up top, and nearly 400 feet uh, with a playroom and gym down below. Uh, It is beautiful. It's got an attached two-car Tesla charging station-equipped garage. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Yeah, good for Conan. Yeah, yeah, good for Conan. Yeah. Anybody else? We have one more. One more. Who do we have? Brad Pitt. Okay. Uh, Brad. Brad paid $40 million. (sighs) God. (laughs) <laughs> for his coastal California home. Wow. This one known as the D.L. James House, the property on a bluff in the Carmel Highlands, was designed by a prominent early 20th century architect. Um, the house has been owned since 1999 by the same uh, owners, by the way, before they passed away. 
and uh, and he took over. So the D.L. James house is built from locally quarried sandstone and granite, according to uh, the Gamble House. It's arched windows, a tiled Mediterranean-style roof, and sweeping views of the ocean. Um, absolutely gorgeous, as you can imagine. $40 million. $40 million. Who's he married to these days? Is he married? Um, isn't he... Who is he married to? That's a great question. I, I haven't, yeah, we're, we're hearing less and less uh, from Brad Pitt. Let's see. Um, Wasn't there some sort of rekindling with, with Jennifer Aniston, or am I imagining that in my head? You probably, uh, let me see. Um, he does have some upcoming, uh, man, he's got Angelina Jolie. Um, he's got nobody. So He's Jen got nobody. <laughs> yeah, no, Jennifer Aniston from 2000 to 2005, yep. and then uh, Angelina Jolie from 2014 to 2019. At the moment, nobody. But he's got a slew of kids. Don't worry. I just read this article from Glamour four days ago. Brad Pitt is reportedly dating again. He's living his best life. Oh, thank God. So he's I doing was just so great. Worried. He's doing just great. All right, listen to this. His children, Shiloh, Vivian, Maddox, Knox, Zahara, Jolie, and Pax. So is that was that six children that you mentioned? I don't know. It's a brood. It's, that it's, is... it's, it's, it's a brood. Oof. Yeah. Man. Well. Anyway. There we go. That's all we have for this week. All right. Um, well, stay tuned. I mean, I, I do not think that the end of the uh, mortgage rate saga um, is, is a. I mean, I think this is going to. I think it's going to vacillate. I think it's going to go up. It's going to go down. Uh, it's the market is going to change. Where I'm actually, I, I should have said this earlier. I'm actually looking forward to. I'm thinking of going away in a few days. Okay. Um, possibly of all places, of all places. Las Vegas, only because really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to go to Las Vegas itself, but there is um, an Inman concert, a, oh, a, a, like okay. very, very, very interesting speakers. I've got a four-day staycation. Um, I'm going to see a couple of concerts. I'm buying Harry Styles tickets. Fantastic! Madison, look Garden. at, oh, I'm going look at to this. See, your mother-in-law is dragging me to see Dragon. Um, yeah, she's. She actually is. It's a, it's a country concert. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, you and your poo-pooing of country. <laughs> so, um, it's got, it's not that far from pop. We've it's got a, really not. They just sing about beer. Yeah. All right. They <laughs> and, sing about beer. Yeah, I'm, I, I am really looking forward to the next 30 days. And just kicking back and relaxing a little bit and catching my breath and enjoying the, uh, the fruits of our labor these past six or seven months. Absolutely. But we will still be on top of whatever it is that's coming our way. So, yeah. yeah. You know, you can see all the listings as always, uh, marksebook.com, the blog post, more of the podcast, all of our videos as well. We continue to churn out video content. Um, really great stuff. Really, really great stuff. So we'll record again here soon. Yeah. About what? Mm. I, I, yeah, we, we, we'll have to make up some news over the next 4872 hours. Okay, sounds good. We'll find out something salacious. We'll do our best. Oh, that's great. I All love right. that. As always, thank you for listening. It's Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran. Thank you.